This is a Federal News Network podcast. The background checking process for security clearance is becoming a continuous thing, with ongoing monitoring of databases for clues to changes in cleared people situations. Continuous monitoring can extend to the insider threat, according to Rand Corporation senior international and defense researcher David Lucky. The whole purpose of a continuous evaluation process would be to augment the security clearance process and in the attempt of preventing insiders from doing damage, harm, hurting others in an organization. So what is it that you would monitor for, like activity on the network or activity from the PC or how does it, how could it be set up? Sure. There are various uh, data sets that would be monitored continuously, those being international travel, financial records, uh, legal uh, issues, those sorts of things. So the things that could maybe disqualify someone in the first place, such as the sudden assuming of big debt. Exactly. That's exactly right. So one a trigger or indicator for a follow-up inquiry might be if someone had a standard amount of debt over time and then there was a recent spike in that debt, that would uh, likely cause a trigger for additional assessment of that individual. And the question arises, what are the privacy implications of doing that and what privacy expectations do cleared people have in general? Sure. Great question. So it's our assessment that the privacy implications are not that different from what cleared folks go through right now. So folks do what's called an SF-86, a standard form 86, and provide details on various aspects of their life. Uh, That data is captured and maintained and then periodically and aperiodically reviewed to assure loyalty to the United States. What a continuous evaluation process would do would just be to increase the frequency of monitoring those data. And to do this continuous evaluation, do, does the should the agency that's trying to get started to do this, is this something that is done with bots, with application programming interfaces? How does it work technically? Sure. So our study didn't delve into the technical aspects of the program, but very generally, uh, there are various algorithms uh, that create, uh, that go through a various databases. For example, a TransUnion, Equifax, Uh, databases for financial history, uh, legal records, local, state, federal legal records for legal implications and those sorts of things. But it has to happen in an automated way. There's no way a person could monitor any number of people assigned to him or her with these means. Yes, exactly. So, And that's part of the benefit that we think a continuous evaluation process would assist the standard investigative and adjudicative process is by having this process automated and having various algorithms that would seek out anomalies in someone's uh, history. And then, of course, you need a system by which people can be alerted and also for filtering false alerts, for example. Yes, uh, excellent question. False positives. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And that system, after it was set up initially, would be refined and revised over time to create a more accurate picture of individuals and how the system might work would be um, looking at the 10% of the population with the most anomalous behavior. Or another example might be those in the most sensitive positions would be monitored most closely. Uh, There are various uh, ideas for doing that. 
We're speaking with David Lucky, Senior International and Defense Researcher at the RAND Corporation, and continuous evaluation of people that are cleared already. That's something that's being instituted that the new defense agency wants to do. And so in that sense, you treat everyone as cleared as a potential insider threat. Are these techniques, though, economical or efficient enough such that, say, all federal employees or all of the employees of a company that may not be cleared, could they be used nevertheless to check for the insider threat among non-cleared people? Yes. So uh, there are various levels of clearances that individuals hold in the federal government or contractors supporting the federal government. But also all federal employees go through a suitability background check. And we think uh, that those two systems could be merged to create a single system of continuous evaluation for the entire population. And that brings up the question, it gets beyond policy and technology to the concept of surveillance state. And I wonder how how that will go down with people that you might want to have on your side. Well, these folks, uh, as I said previously, are already in a cleared population or already have uh, received suitability to work for the federal government. Uh, And so their expectations are different than than the average individual. What about corporate use of this kind of thing? Suppose I'm a big defense contractor or a satellite contractor, that kind of thing. Do you see this being operative there too? Great, great point. And yes, it's already in place in various corporations in the United States and they employ it differently. There is no standardized continuous evaluation process at this point. Uh, And one corporation or one academic institution or one federal agency might have different reasons for monitoring its population. One thing might be important at one entity, uh, different from another entity. So uh, they're they're doing it somewhat differently. But in general, across the board, they're monitoring for the same types of behavior. And we've been talking about this in the context of national security and possible national security violations, which can be pretty egregious, as, as we've seen over the decades. But there's also the insider threat of just, say, the economic motivation for embezzlement or theft. Sure. Or you Uh, just don't like the company and you're going to make trouble for it, getting data or restricting access to data or denial of service, that kind of thing. Yeah, interesting interesting point. And one of our findings in the study was that those within 30 days plus or minus of leaving an organization are more prone than others to do damage to the organization. Now, clearly, these uh, insiders who pose a threat are a very minute percentage of the population. But if uh, organizations reviewed those within 30 days plus or minus of leaving an organization, uh, they would likely uh, be more successful in preventing the insider threat. One point I'd like to touch on, Tom, is that um, throughout the history of uh, continuous evaluation, it was first discussed in the late 80s and it has um, been modified up to the present, uh, most of that continuous evaluation is in the security clearance process in attempts at preventing a theft, uh, theft of data, uh, either wittingly or unwittingly, uh, as uh, an act of espionage or just for personal gain, as, as you mentioned. One thing we think that is missing is uh, the violent insider uh, things that we've seen more recently, such as uh, Major Nadal Hassan in the Fort Hood shooting, uh, the shooting at the Washington Navy Yard, uh, and those uh, egregious uh, activities. And we think the definition of the insider should be expanded to include the violent insider as well as those uh, dealing with classified information. 
And the markers for financial problems or dealing that someone might be purloining data, those are pretty obvious. Are there markers that are publicly available or surveillable within legal means for someone that might be violent? Great question. And we found a dearth of study in these behavioral aspects. uh, And we think this is an area that's uh, ripe for further research. David Lucky is senior international and defense researcher at the RAND Corporation. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. (coughs) Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. It's in our nature. Winter season is here, and Discount Tire wants you to stay safe on the road. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online at DiscountTire.com. Discount Tire, let's get you taken care of. Let's get you taken care of.